Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. We have been hacked. By who? By Russia. On December 9th, an online security company called FireEye discovered they had been hacked. What happened? Uh, An employee got notification on their phone that somebody else had logged into their account. They didn't do it. They didn't do it from a different computer. So they reported it to the company, and the company found that they had been hacked. What did they do? They put tons of people on the situation, and they looked into it. So what ended up happening? You know, they took all these people on in the situation and they looked for months, they followed unfruitful leads. And, you know, eventually after a lot of hard work and a lot of long nights, they discovered that they've been hacked through a, through their software called SolarWinds. And SolarWinds is a, is an Austin tech company that has a software called Orion. And Orion is a software for businesses and government agencies that help them manage their networks and systems and and it kind of gives information for the IT guys who work there. And, you know, a lot of people don't even realize that it's in place, but it's there and uh, it kind of gets, you know, pushed aside and only really the IT guys use it. So it's one of those back-end softwares for managing the networks. Because it's so unknown, it was the perfect software for Russian hackers to hack through. So this company that discovered they had been hacked, FireEye, was an online security company. They're a company that helps businesses secure their data, secure their databases from hackers. So they were perfectly prepared to find out who had hacked them. The security company who protects against hackers had been hacked. And as soon as they found out who was doing it, they immediately reported it to the military's Cyber Command and the National Security Agency, which are both led by a general named General Nakasone. Um, and under the authority of the Department of Homeland Security. These are the people responsible for cybersecurity in the United States, and they didn't find the hack. A private company originally found the hack. And so FireEye, they were shocked when they were hacked. They were not supposed to be hacked. They're a company that deals with hackings and protects other companies from getting hacked. And so they thought it was impossible for themselves to get hacked. But when they did get hacked, they realized actually they were able to get hacked. And how they how were they able to get hacked? Well, these hackers, they added a backdoor to the software that SolarWinds uses before a March update that was going to happen. SolarWinds creates. Right, that SolarWinds creates. After that March update, 18,000 companies that use that software now downloaded the update. And now these hackers had access to certain information from these companies. They had a backdoor into those companies. SolarWinds was not used by small companies. It was used by big companies and large federal agencies. 400 out of 500 Fortune 500 companies downloaded the SolarWinds software. Federal agencies such as the Nuclear Weapons Agency, National Institute of Health, Departments of Commerce, Departments of Treasury, Department of State, Department of Homeland Security, all of those different departments and federal agencies downloaded the software. So these hackers now had access to confidential government information and confidential government databases um, and networks. And that's a large problem, not only for national security, it is also a large problem for huge businesses who were also hacked, including Cisco, Intel, Belkin, billion-dollar businesses who are now exposed to foreign hackers. And not only these huge businesses, but these huge parts of our 
national government, these federal agencies are also exposed and a lot of confidential information is said to have been stolen and taken by these hackers. So out of 18,000 companies who downloaded the software, the federal agencies responsible for following up on hackings, they found that 250 of them had been hacked further and had been exposed to the back door and hackers had entered their databases and networks. Right. So after having this backdoor exposure, the hackers were able to go into these 250 companies and then hack them further, get more information and get further into their databases. And that exposed them even more. And so eventually, after a lot of research through, through these national agencies that were trying to figure out what the hell happened, they figured out that all signs pointed towards Russia. And it's widely believed that the, the Russian hackers are responsible for the attack, though Russians have denied this. Every sign and every uh, piece of data points towards them. Russia has been known to be very successful at hacking. Their agency responsible for hacking, called SVR, has been known to interfere not only in the 2016 U.S. elections, but also in the electrical grid in Ukraine in 2015. For six hours, they shut off the whole electrical grid for the whole country, for all of Ukraine. So this hacking group has has been shown to be very dangerous. And for months... They had hacked into U.S. companies and nobody knew. The SolarWinds update was released in March. From March until December 9th, nobody in the U.S. had detected it. If FireEye had not detected the hack, we probably would not know to this day. So that is how dangerous these SVR hackers are. And how did they not get caught? They didn't make most of the mistakes that hackers make. Right. So most international hackers, they hack from outside of the U.S. And then what happens is the NSA has a certain detection system called the Einstein detection system that detects these hacks and detects this foreign activity and it stops it or at least alerts uh, the NSA of what's happening. So the Russians, to get around this, they set up command and control centers in the U.S. to do the hacking and do this activity. And so that way, the NSA couldn't detect, couldn't detect them because the Einstein detection system isn't allowed to be used for domestic affairs. It's only allowed to be used to detect things that happen outside of the U.S. So that's how they're able to get around that. A lot of other certain measures that other companies or other hackers don't take when hacking certain agencies, the Russians took all these precautions. They were very safe and they caught us off guard because we were so focused on the election, all we were focusing on, and we thought we got a cover. We're, we're set. This, the Russians are not going to be able to attack and alter our election. They caught us off guard while we were focusing on that. They went behind our backs and hacked 18,000 companies and have access to multiple federal agencies and multiple huge companies because they are able to catch us off guard. That was the first issue. They caught us off guard and the NSA's detection devices were not able to catch them because they were operating servers from within the US. The second problem was negligence on the side of SolarWinds, the company that produced the Orion software that was hacked. SolarWinds, a couple of years ago, had a change in leadership and their new CEO found that they needed to increase profits. What they did to increase profits is they decreased security measures and they cost cut on a lot of measures that would help security and prevent something like this happening. So negligence on the side of SolarWinds is also to thank for this hack. I mean, shame on this guy. Because of his negligence, 18,000 companies have been exposed. Huge federal agencies of our government, huge portions of our, of our homeland security and our national security agency and our National Institute of Health now are exposed to the Russians. And we don't want them having our confidential information without us you know, allowing them to have this. So what are the consequences? We don't really know. The goal of this hack appears to be information gathering. It it appears to be just intelligence. There hasn't been 
any evidence of them trying to hack a grid to shut off the electricity or any physical actions that changed anything. What these hackers are trying to do is take confidential information that can help the Russian government get a leg up in intelligence affairs, can help them maybe either further mess with the U.S. in the future, or on the side of businesses, help the Russian government you know, develop better software or develop better products, um, basically stealing American ideas and, and, and products. This is not only dangerous for the privacy of our businesses, but for national security, and is putting federal agencies under Biden's coming presidency in a lot of risk. You know, this is something you don't get over in a few days or a few months. This is one of the biggest attacks that have happened to America in the last few decades. And so SolarWinds, they told their customers to delete the software, but because the hackers already had that built-in uh, backdoor and they already hacked those 250 companies further, it didn't matter if these companies deleted their software, they were already in and they're already in their networks. And so they can still function and uh, get into certain uh, confidential information even after the software has been deleted. So there's no simple fix to being hacked. So what is the path forward to eliminate the hackers from the systems? Well, we don't really know. Right now, the federal agencies tasked with these issues are trying to figure it out. Some say that the different companies and agencies hacked should just shut down the compromised networks and start over. Others say that would be too costly during the pandemic um, and wouldn't feasibly make sense, but we don't really know. Yeah, uh, President Biden has said that when he comes into office in a few weeks, he's definitely going to put a lot of pressure on Russia. He says this is a terrible thing they've done and we're not going to just allow this to happen without repercussions. Now, we don't know what these repercussions will be. We don't know how serious he's going to place you know, pressure on Russia and what's going to happen. But I think definitely something's going to happen. Biden can't just sit there while huge amounts of our businesses have been hacked and a lot of our government has been exposed. He, he's not going to just sit there and do nothing. He's going to put some pressure on Russia and try and get them to not do this in the future. In conclusion, what can we learn from these hackers? One, we can learn that cyber warfare and hacking is the war and combat of the future. The industry is ever growing. More companies like FireEye who are supposed to protect against hacking are being started. Um, and the dangers from foreign countries like Russia, like Iran, for, like China are also growing. So we can see from this past Russian attack that we as the United States are vulnerable and we need to improve our systems uh, to be able to fight against foreign adversaries. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Young Perspective. We hope you enjoyed. Come back next week. Go check out our Instagram at the underscore young underscore perspective. Uh, you can also uh, email us at ejtheyoungperspective at gmail.com or you can go to our website at theyoungperspective.net. And remember to keep listening every Friday at three. Thank you everybody for listening. And this was The Young Perspective.